previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. All we need is us to go all night. Ed Sheeran with Two Step on Algoa FM Breakfast with Wayne Lee and Charlie T. Guys, I'm so excited this year because I get to participate in the Algoa FM Big Walk for Cancer for the very first time. Also for the very first time is that they have three starting points. One from Kabecha, the other from George and the third from East London. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Starting points and then of course there will be the virtual one as well so you can do it in your own time. It's yeah. going to be important for you to share your photos with us as well this year. And all information is on our website, algoafm.co.za. Everything you need to know about the Algoa FM Big Walk for Cancer is right up there. It is for a good cause. It really is. Mm. It very, really is. very important. The beneficiary is, of course, Chock Childhood Cancer Foundation South Africa. They are the beneficiary of the Algorithm Big Walk for Cancer. And uh, they'll be using the funds this year to install solar energy panels to their facilities in East London and Kobecha, uh, which is quite exciting for them. And we are joined on the line this morning by uh, Debbie Kleinerberg, who's the Chock Eastern Cape Regional Manager. She's based in East London. Good morning, Debbie. Morning. Morning, team. How are you? Oh, wow. Oh, we find Debs. Thank you. <laughs> well, well. Apparently, you haven't had your first cup of coffee this morning. I'm so sorry. If, I mean, if you were uh, here, we would have totally made you a nice cup of coffee. Oh, I know. I'm missing load shedding. Yeah, not for sissy. Uh, <laughs> but soon, your load shedding problems will be sorted out with the funds that uh, everyone has given as part of the Algoa FM Big Walk for Cancer when you install that solar uh, energy uh, at uh, both your Quebec offices and East London. So that's exciting. Well, that's what we're hoping for, because you can imagine the chaos in the mornings when we've got to feed many, many mouths before mm. they head off for their treatment. So that's what we're hoping for. Oh. Debbie, you mentioned that load shedding is not for sissies. Something else that is not for sissies is cancer, sadly. And the month of September marks the International Month of Childhood Cancer Awareness. And your organization, Troc, is instrumental, we know this, in creating awareness and they're on a drive to educate South Africans about the early warning signs of cancer in children. We love kids on the show and uh, it pains us to know that there is serious prevalence of childhood cancer. What are the stats, Debbie? Right, yes, they are. They're frightening, I must say. Globally, childhood and adolescent cancer is threatening to overtake infectious diseases as one of the highest causes of disease-related mortality in children, which is really quite frightening. The reported cases are increasing, and this is, it's unknown whether this, this is a true increase in incidence or whether most cases are being diagnosed and reported. Many more remain un- unaccounted, and unreported due to lack of uh, childhood cancer registries and also a large number of countries um, don't have the actual diagnostic facilities. Again, we report about a thousand new cases of children under the age of 16 every year. But um, information indicates that this is probably only half the number of children who actually have cancer, which is quite a concern. That really is. And, and what type of cancers are, are we talking about? What are the most common ones uh, with, with the children? Right. Well, uh, both worldwide in South Africa, leukemia is, accounts for about one third of cases. There are a number of different leukemias, but um, yeah, so it's, it's the blood cancer. Um, and then the most common uh, childhood cancers after that are usually brain tumors and lymphomas. Um, childhood cancers are quite different cancers from uh, from those that affect adults. They tend to grow in the organs of the body 
and they look very different under the microscope and also they respond differently to treatment. And what's really good is that the cure rates for childhood cancer are much higher than most adult cancers. So that's a positive point. Debbie, just looking at the, the stats in South Africa more in particular, how well are parents prepared for children and teens uh, with, with cancer? Well, um, the, the good thing is is that South Africa is actually very well prepared for children and teens with cancer. Um, uh, we use, here in South Africa, we use internationally tried and tested protocols. Um, and then obviously what's very important is that children with cancer must be treated in specialized units, which are called pediatric oncology units. Um, and are usually headed up by a pediatric oncologist. Here in the Eastern Cape, we are so fortunate in that in both Quebecer and East London, we have uh, pediatric oncology units with pediatric oncologists. Um, in East London, one is at the Freer Hospital and the PE is at Provincial Hospital. So that's, that's a wonderful thing for the Eastern Cape because there's just a handful of pediatric oncologists in South Africa. They're very, very mm. specialized and, and unique. What what kind of support does CHOC support? Um, what kind of support does CHOC offer, Debbie? We, we offer a variety of programs and services from practical support, which includes care bags when patients are newly diagnosed. We, we offer transport assistance. We have mom skills programs running in, um, both at the houses and sometimes in the wards. We have children's education programs in the wards. And then a very important um, area that Choc, um, where CHOC supports families is the psychosocial support. And uh, we have a full-time CHOC social worker uh, at both Provincial and at the Freer. And they're an integral part of the multidisciplinary team. And they're there from diagnosis through the journey. So that's vital. And another very important area, of course, is accommodation, where we have two chalk houses here in East London and one in Quebecer. And these provide accommodation, meal, we have pro, uh, meals, transport to the, to the unit and back. And all these services are offered to both state and to private patients. So, uh, and they're for the out-of-town families when they bring their children in for treatment. You know, you might have a medical aid, but uh, one can't always afford to book into a VNB. And as we know, um, cancer is a very long-term treatment mm. process. So we're talking about two to three years. Yeah. Other areas where CHOC supports, we have a large volunteer group, which are uh, obviously vital for us to perform our activities. And we're very involved in awareness and training. We go out into the communities, educate on early warning signs. We do training with health professionals and traditional healers. And then we, ad- uh, with the advocacy, we lobby government and we sit on various cancer committees. Well, from so, our yeah, side, quite a, broad spectrum. <laughs> a lot of work you do, and we've got to thank you from our side as well for every single thing you do. Debbie, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Debbie's uh, Chuck Eastern Cape Regional Manager based in East London. We'll catch you at the starting point. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> All right, Debbie, take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.